Happy Friday. We are wrapping up this week with another guest interview. I have the amazing Jackie Naunton from White Deer Graphic Design on the podcast today. She is my design coach. I am a huge fan, obviously, because I I work with her and I, I love it. And we're here to have a conversation about graphic design because it is one of the most important things in your business. And so often, you know, like we do DIY our graphics at the beginning of our businesses because we don't always have the budget to outsource it or to invest in it. But you guys, like you have to invest some time, some effort and some money if you can into good design. And we're going to break down why that is so important, the impact that it's had on my business. And Jackie has some really amazing tips to help you get started um, and to help you elevate that design that you have to something that looks really professional, really nice, really put together, something that's going to stand out and help attract your audience into your business. Jackie is really awesome. She, so on top of having her own design agency, she also is a coach for small business owners. She runs um, a program called DIY Design My Biz, which I am part of and I love my experience there. It's so much fun. We also chat a little bit about that. You're going to learn so much about like Jackie's approach to design and some, like I said, some really amazing tips. So um, I can't wait to share this interview with you. So <laughs> let's get into it. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. If you are listening to this episode in real time, you have just a couple of days left to enter the podcast birthday giveaway. I am giving one person a free 60-minute coaching call with me that's worth $150, and I'm giving one person 50% off. That's a 50% scholarship. That's over $700. Um, you're going to get that off my program, Affirm Foundation. So you have two days left to enter this giveaway. It ends on the 2nd of July at midnight. So you have all of the 2nd of July to enter to win one of these amazing prizes. I want you to win. This is my, my way to give back to you after a year of you listening to this podcast, tuning in and supporting me and having a great time learning from this podcast. So enter this giveaway. I want to give these things away to you. Um, all you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, take a screenshot of your review and share it in my Facebook group, Faith Filled Business. Super simple steps. So go leave a review. If you've already left a review, then screenshot yourself listening to the episode. Take that screenshot and post it in my Facebook group, Faith Filled Business. Once you do that, once you are in that group and you've shared that screenshot in the group, you are entered for a chance to win one of these two prizes. I want to give these away to you and you could win. Why not you? So go enter. Make sure you get it done. 
You've got two days left. There's still time. Go share that screenshot. And I would love for you to win one of these prizes and get to work with you in one way or another, either with the coaching call or through my program with the scholarship. So go get it done. Don't delay. Do it right now. Do it before you listen to this interview. Do it this afternoon if you're driving or, you know, busy with your kids right now. Go get it done. Okay. I want to celebrate with you and I'm so excited. Go get it done. Okay. Now on to this amazing interview with Jackie. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited for this conversation. Yeah, me too. I know. So I would love to know because we've been like business friends for a little while. We've kind of taken each other's courses. So we've we've known each other for a little while. But I would love to just hear because I don't think I've ever really asked you. How did you like get into design? Like why is design and branding and all of that so important to you? Like how did you get into all of this? Um, It depends how far back we want to go. But (laughs) I like to give a little bit of a Jackie's a child kind of vibes yeah. to cut to this kind of story to help it get a real context. So um, I was always that creative kind of kid. I loved making cards and making jewelry mm. and doing all those little bits and pieces. I wasn't amazing at it. I was okay. Could never draw though. Still can't draw. Um, and then I started getting photography and I was doing all these things and it was really, really fun. And then there was this website online back in the day when I was little called Neopets and pretty much. I love you. You know Neopets? Oh my gosh. It was, and it was like our age group. And yeah. um, and in there you could build like guilds and these guilds needed uh, banners and there was a forum and I would go onto the forum and say, hi, does anyone need a banner for their guild? And I would literally open up MS Paint. Oh my God. That was my design program of choice. And I would make these hugely ugly graphics to, and, and give them to people for their <laughs> um, banners. And I just loved people being like, oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Jack. And I was like, that's so funny. And I just got like, I just loved that feeling. And then anyway, so. I, that kind of started me off on things. And so I made cards for friends and I made our youth group magazine and I did mm. some graphics for our sermon series at church and just did a few different things like that. And then it got to end of schooling and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And it was between psychology and graphic design and psychology you needed to study for way too long that I was prepared to do. So I was like, cool, graphic design it is. <laughs> I went and studied that for a little while and I really enjoyed it because I was just, I had such a, it just clicked with my brain. I just loved creating visual things that that that, that people really love to look at that really communicated its point. And, um, and so I kind of just grew from there. And then, so I studied graphic design and then I went and I pretty much just started my own business off the back of that, um, mainly because I was studying graphic design in my hometown, which isn't a large town. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not a capital city. And so there's not a thousand jobs going for graphic designers right. all the time. And it was like 30 of us graduating. Then there's not the places for 30 graphic designers in my town. And so I ended up saying my own business because no one would hire me because there was no room for that. Um, but I always wanted to run my own business anyway. Like I, the wow. card, bi- I had a card business, a jewelry business, all of those yeah. businesses growing up. It was just in the uh, genetics for you. It was, it was, I, it was, it was inevitable. And yeah. my mum was like a, a partner in a big business, so I'd always seen women running businesses, and that was mm. just made sense to me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, went, went and did that, and and I started my own business while I was still living at home, and it was really, really fun. And so I ended up working with lots of small business owners, women in business, online business owners, doing their graphics for them, and it just lit me up. And then obviously. Graphic design is nice. Graphic design is really great. But if it's not paired with a really great brand, then it it hangs on nothing. And yeah. so I started pushing more into branding and learning that actually you can't just pick a pretty color and pick a pretty font and just hope that it works. There needs to be some actual thinking around the the strategy behind that. And so I kind of started to get into that. And then after a while, I was like, heaps of business owners are just DIYing their graphics and they're making them really badly. And 
I'm all for making your own business graphics because that's just so practical and makes so much sense as a small business owner. But if the business graphics are dragging down your business in terms of their professionalism and their communication, then let's fix this. And so I started teaching business owners all those things instead of doing it for them. And yeah, yeah, that's kind of a bit of my story. Wow. What a cool journey. I love that it began basically with Neopets. That's hilarious. I love Neopets. (laughs) And so it's it's still a thing. Like it still exists. I really should go back on there just for the memories. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do that every now and again. Um, (laughs) Something that just occurred to me as you were going through all of that as well is um, like, it's there's so many similarities and I feel I so, I so feel for like new business owners because there's so much to learn there's so much that you're trying to figure out how to do and it's kind of overwhelming and you know it I so we we get it it's we've all been there and some some of us are still there in certain aspects but it's like we we try to get ahead of ourselves right so we know that we need the graphics right they did it's the same thing with content and copywriting we know that we need the nice the, the nicely written website or sales page or whatever and we kind of go two steps further ahead where we try and create the the visual but we haven't actually sat there to think about like well what what is my brand like what do I want things to look like who am I how does this make sense how does this communicate what I do we just kind of like skip that part which I feel like is is such an important step that we don't often think about needs done so like do do you see that happening a lot is that common or is that just is it just my perspective of things no it is really common that there's really true school that that I say to to groups of business owners, I guess. And some of them are just like, oh, I need a social media post. I'll quickly make one. And they just find the, the, the latest template in Canva that they can find that looks kind of pretty and they post that. Um, and then these other the other business owner that's like, I'll make some sort of brand, but I won't actually think about the whys behind it. I won't mm-hmm. actually, like, I like purple, so I'll just do purple without thinking actually is it a reason that I should choose purple for mm-hmm. my audience and for my values and for what I want to represent my business and all these different things. Um, and so yeah, that there's that, that there's two kind of areas, but I think overall, I think a business owner usually gets quite overwhelmed with what should I do and how on earth do I choose the right colors and how do how do I choose colors that one makes sense, one psychologically cool makes sense. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and three actually look good together. Um, mm-hmm. and it's and and then four actually make them work in everyday reality. And so I think business owners just just, just get confused at that process and overwhelmed by that process they just kind of give up and just kind of keep on not putting the time it needs towards it because they can't afford a designer or they don't have the clarity to work with a designer and then mm-hmm. next minute they're they're just not proud of their brand therefore they're not putting their brand out there quite so much therefore they're not sharing graphics or creating graphics like say they've got this great idea for a freebie but they don't know how to design it so they don't make the freebie they don't put the freebie out there and the freebie's not doing work to grow their business and so it's just this ongoing cycle yeah. when they don't have the money from the freebie that the freebie is drawing in from bringing new clients they're not growing their business so they can't like then make enough money to either hire a designer or learn how to design properly and so it's this really ongoing process that yeah it's really sad because design has yes yeah, so much power for our business for our own confidence I know like when I was in my early days of business there's been three main iterations of my brand that I like to talk about. The first one was Jackie's Too Scared to Niche Down brand. And that was when I had a brand that was white and gray. And I was like, I will work with anyone and everyone. I'm so scared of not working with everyone. Um, Please, please work with me. I'm desperate kind of vibes. And I was just doing white and gray. And I didn't, I didn't really like white or gray. It was, I was just like, no one's going to be put off by white and gray. I'll just do that. Um, And the next iteration was actually, hold on. I'm starting to learn that I can work with female business owners. I'm really loving this direction. And so I did like hot pink and white. (laughs) Again, don't really like hot pink as a person. Just thought that hot pink might attract my audience. Cool. Let's see how this goes. 
Um, but that brand, I really wasn't proud of. It didn't feel like me. And so when someone mm-hmm. would say like, I go to a networking event or I'd see someone and they'd be like, oh, what's the Instagram? I'll give you a follow. And I'd be like, share my Instagram with you. I'm so ugly. I didn't look at it. And then I'd be like, why do you do that? And then they then look it up and I just like watch their face as they open up my Instagram and just slowly like, be like, oh, don't hate me. It's so ugly. <laughs> they never really thought that. They never really thought those things. But for me, mm-hmm. it was holding myself back as a business owner from wanting to put myself out there because I was yeah. ashamed. I should have been yelling from the rooftops, follow my Instagram, it's this, rather than hiding it. I should probably be my business's biggest advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's this idea that when we're not proud of our brand, we're often not putting it out there as much. And yeah, we should be our business's biggest cheerleaders. We don't want to be the ones holding ourselves back. And so now my brand is is like bright purple and blue and peach. And I really, really love it. And I love sharing people my Instagram and my website and all these things. And so it's been through these iterations and, it, and it, sometimes it takes some time. It takes some time to get clarity around who you want to work with. It takes some time to get clarity around what you actually love and what works. But it was because I actually sat down and I thought, all right, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to do some things to make this work for my business and to help me to be proud of it and to help to make sure that it actually attracts my audience and mm-hmm. helps to set me up as a professional and has this consistent vibe that makes people think, oh, this is actually a serious business. It's not just a little side hustle that you're going to give up tomorrow. It's a serious business that I'm committed to making successful and to serving you in. Yeah. And it's amazing just like how much of a difference it makes when you are proud of the graphics that you have versus not. Because I like I, I've not a design background, so I was doing the best that I could when I started my when I first started my Instagram. And I kind of I followed into the camp where I mean, I tried to actually create some sort of brand. And it just like, again, I just didn't really know much about color psychology or any of those implications. I was like, well, you know, my last name starts with a B. So I'll go with a B theme. That's fun. So everything was like black and yellow. And it was like, it was fun. But at the same time, who do I work with? Well, people that want to feel calm and reassured and they want to feel comforted and cozy. And it's like, well, black and yellow is none of these things. This is just not working at all. And and I made a huge switch the beginning of the year and I feel like I love it now. It feels it feels so cozy and it's amazing. And like like I feel happy to share my Instagram, even though it's not perfect, but it's like it's good and I like it and I'm happy with it. And it makes such a difference. It's like it follow me on Instagram. Hey, check out my website. Everything looks synchronized. Like I finally bought a font that I can use on my website. And so it's like my website actually looks like my brand now because it's the right font, like a, little things like that. But they make such a big difference. So. So we're kind of getting into the next question that I was going to have, which was just talking about why branding is so important. We're kind of like like dove headfirst into that conversation already. But so the, some of the things that we've just talked about, like it's important for your confidence. It's important because it helps like you feel helps you feel good. It helps people see you as a professional. What are some other things that really help and make a difference in our business with when we like sit down and get clear on what that brand is for ourselves? Yeah, I think those two points we've just said are really, really important around the, the confidence and around. Yeah, and surround people's perception of us. Like, mm-hmm. if I go to a business that their branding isn't considered, then, um, like, your, your your audience are not thinking these things consciously. They're not going to a page and thinking, "Oh, wow, their graphics are not considered and consistent. I will not work with them because, like, they're not thinking those things." But when we go to a business and we see that it looks really um, consistent, the, the the what I mean by consistent is the same colors are being used regularly, the same fonts are being used regularly, the same graphic elements and vibe is being used regularly, and it just looks like this really professional business that's actually really taken the time to say, you know what, this is who I work with, this is what I'm doing, and I'm really committed to this business. Rather than when we kind of just mismatching, mismatch, mix, mix matching, yeah, mix matching, mix matching things together, it kind of it just carries an underlying vibe of 
oh, I'm still trying to work this out. I'm still kind of like putting things together. I'm like, and that's not to say people won't work with you. Like they absolutely will, hopefully, because your, your service or your offering is hopefully going to be amazing. But we want to make sure that our graphics represent that. So when someone comes to our page, it's like, oh, wow, no brainer. I just want to work with you because this just makes sense. This is just exciting. This just, they're not even actually considering your branding at all because it just is sitting. It's not, that it's not, it's not like jumping in their face of, of, of being bad. It's just, this mm. makes sense. And it feels really calm and it just is connecting and makes sense. Um, and so I think there's a really just that underlying professionalism that comes across when we've actually considered our branding. There's also this piece of communication. Design is not just about being pretty. Design is about that communication piece. Um, and there's two sides to that. One, there's, there's, that, there's that subconscious communication, like what you were saying with your brand colors. Black and yellow don't really feel calm and nurturing and all those things that you actually wanted to come across in your business. And so we we tweaked that for your business. Mm-hmm. And so what are the, what are, what are your colors saying? What are your fonts saying? What is your business saying? Is it saying, Hey, I'm a really affordable service or I'm a really premium service. Are your graphics saying, I want you to feel really calm and nurtured or like me, are they saying, I want you to feel playful and motivated and inspired. Are you like these, these really subconscious communications are coming across through our graphics. We need to make sure that they align with what our business actually is and what it does and who we want to serve and all these different elements. And then there's a really conscious communication of like design is about communicating clearly. And so are you using clear fonts that are actually readable? Are you laying out your text in a way that is actually really clear and that when someone is scrolling past you on Instagram, the most important piece of text stands out first and encourages them to keep reading the graphic? Are the gra- it, it, is the text um, displayed in a way that takes people on a visual journey? There's all these different nuanced things that we can do when we're designing our graphics that every day people can learn. I love to teach this stuff because people can learn it and they can make these changes and it can make such a difference to the way that your business communicates its value, communicates its message um, and gets actually people converting because they're actually reading your offerings. They're reading what you have to say because things are just communicating clearly. Um, so yeah, there's that communication and there's that recognizability piece as well. Everyone who follows me knows that my color is purple. I get messages weekly, probably, and not quite weekly, but very regularly of like, oh, Jackie, I saw this purple jumper in the shops and they've taken a picture at the shops and sent me this purple jumper photo because they just like, oh, I just thought of you because of this color. And that's like, we don't have to go that far. Like for me, because of a branding business, I've really pushed into this more than most yeah. people need to. But in essence, when someone's scrolling the Instagram, if they see your blue or your orange, they're probably going to be like, oh, what's Sarah doing today? Like it just mm. kind of subconsciously, you're it connects with them. Whereas if you just suddenly did a post that was like um, bright pink, people would be like, who's that? Whereas we're building a connection with our audience mm-hmm. through what our brand looks like, through our colors, through our fonts, through our graphic style. And it forms this great recognizability. And so no longer do you need to do a photo of you every single time when you post to be recognizable as your business. You can actually just use your brand and your brand colors and it's still recognizable as you and your brand and your business, which means that like for example, when I see your business, because we've got a connection, because I've learned to trust your business, when I see your orange pop up, then I stop and have a look at that post because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, orange must be Sarah. Let's have a look. And so yeah. how can we make that connection with our audience that when they're scrolling the Instagram, they stop at our graphics rather than just scrolling past because I don't know, but pay attention to your habits when you're scrolling, when you're looking at something. You're not looking at every single post. Your brain is subconsciously saying, what is relevant to me? What's relevant to me? And so we need to make sure that we're making sure that we feel relevant to our audience and they want to stop and interact with us. Yeah, that's such a good like point there. Because, and it's something I hadn't really thought too much about myself because I talk a lot as well with people in terms of their messaging, having that strong hook. So that first sentence is something that makes people stop all of those things as well. But 
I I was thinking like, well, what are my scrolling habits? And it is, I just flick, flick, flick. Oh, I see something and I stop. And it, it really is like you need to find that one thing to catch because you're not looking at every single post that pops up in your feed. You really aren't. And I do the same thing every time something that's like purpley or clouds come up. I'm like, okay, Jackie's posted. What are we what are we learning today? I love it. And it's it makes my day. And that's what you like. Think about that. Like, could, could your business make someone's day just because you have a color that they recognize and they know, ah, great, I'm going to get a really good piece of advice or I'm going to get a great story or, you know, whatever it is that you're putting in your content. Like, that's the power of having that visual for someone. It's the same reason that having a consistent like voice is important. All of these things, it just helps that familiarity because that familiarity as well is one of the things that makes people like purchase from you is that they feel like they can trust you and that they know you. And people don't buy from people that they don't know or trust. There's way too many risks. There's so many people that scam out there. It's like, if I don't know a person or it's not a brand that has been around for decades with all of this, like background, supporting evident social proof, all of these things. It's like Apple, like I just bought an iPhone. It's like, I don't know anyone in the Apple industry personally, but it's like, but Apple's been a thing for decades. Like I trust that they're going to deliver me a good phone, right? Versus like a coach that I'm hiring. It's like, oh, are you, first of all, are you a real person? Like, let's cover that. And then it's like, okay, are you a trustworthy person? Are you going to actually deliver on the goods? And all this branding, it just helps give people that confidence that when they hit buy, they, well, that they can hit buy and that they're going to get something worth paying for. So I feel like we've maybe covered some of this as well. But the other thing I was going to touch on is almost the flip side of this. Are there consequences of not having consistent visuals? And I feel like a lot of the consequences are just the flip side of what we've, what we've talked about, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is like there's that, that, that you're, you're not feeling proud of your business. So you don't put it out there. There's, um, you're not connecting with your audience because the graphics aren't relevant to them. They're not attracting them. They're not stopping them in their scroll because they don't recognize them. They're not building that trust and that loyalty. Like you just said, there's also the piece of time for you as a business owner. For me, whenever I open up Canva, I have all of my colors decided, all of my fonts decided and a whole folder full of little brand elements and illustrations that I can use on my graphics. It takes me five minutes or less to design every single graphic for my business. Not just because I'm really fast at designing. That's also playing a role because obviously this is my career. But for my students as well, I've seen them speed up their design process because they've made all these decisions. So no longer do you need to go into Canva and start with a blank page or scroll the templates for absolutely ages and try to find something and working out why does this not look good or not look like my business. You've got like, you know, you no longer like once you've made the decision on colors and fonts and these things, you don't have to make those decisions again. They've decided on you. It's just about will I pair this orange with this blue today? Or will I pair this lighter orange with a darker orange? Like it's just about making the quick decisions that you've already built a whole brand around mm-hmm. and just deciding how am I going to use them today? And so having these decisions made is just such a practical business decision. It is like if you're designing your business as graphics, this needs to be a really important and easeful part of your process. You don't want to be held back by putting stuff out into the world because you're like, oh, it's going to take me an hour to make that one social media graphic. I don't want to do that. Of course you don't. That's a stupid waste of your time. Yes. We want to make sure that actually is is going to help your business and is actually going to encourage you and be something that is actually enjoyable for you. Does it take you forever? And we know that when you put it out there, the result is actually working for your business to grow it. And so making those decisions first and committing to a brand is going to be such a massive time saver as well, let alone all of the actual practical elements of, of the recognizability and the loyalty and the consistency and the professionalism of your brand. Yeah, the time is a huge thing. Like I'm still a little slow at designing posts, but the but the fact that I have templates that I like that actually work is amazing as well. Because I, I always try to create templates for my posts and then I would come to a piece of content and the template just suddenly didn't work. And I was like, well, now I've got to redesign the template and change all these things. And 
and it's such a headache and then it's like well what's even the point like let's just not let's just do something different or not even make the post right where even just having templates that you know work for the type of post that you're making makes such a big difference because it's like okay all i need to do is change a graphic change the text and it's good to go because i know it's going to work for that type of post every single time versus having a template that works once that's actually not really a template because it doesn't work for anything else ever again yeah yep 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 thousand times yep yeah So something that you teach and talk a lot about is because um, we and I think I came to the, I, I can't remember if this is a workshop that I came to or not. I don't remember. But you have this wow model. We were just talking about this as well, which is really helpful for people that are just kind of figuring out what their brand is and kind of trying to make those early decisions. So do you want to just give us a little bit of an overview about this model to help people kind of get a get a leg up today? Yes. Yeah. So for those of you listening who have are not sure if you've got a really great brand right now, or if you're like, I've definitely never thought about this stuff. This is a really great model that I teach my students around how you can actually make decisions around your branding that, that make sense, that um, support you. Um, and that it's just, it's just a really great model. And I'm, I'm actually really proud of myself for thinking of it because it's an acronym, an acronym yep, as well. And so WOW actually stands for your who, for, for the first W, your originality and your why. So wow. Mm. Um, and when you combine these three areas, I'm going to go into each of them and you find the overlap of these three areas, that's where your perfect brand lies. And so picture it like a Venn diagram, picture that there's three circles and they're overlapping each other in the middle There's your perfect brand. And each of these circles is your who, your originality and your why, your wow. So let's go into each of these. I'm going to see how I go because I've recently recovered from a cold. So it's not letting me talk for a long period of time without getting blocked up, but we're going to give it a go. So the first one is your your who. So this is the one that most people think about most of the time. It's the thing where they're like, all right, who is my business attracting? And this is a really, really great thing to think about. Who do you want to work with in your business? Don't be like me when I first started my business and I was just doing um, everyone everyone and everyone because nothing on this world appeals to everyone apart from water and air and, and God, I guess. And so between all the, we're not, we're not any of those things. I can confidently say that about myself. Yeah. And so that means that I need to actually make some decisions around who am I going to work best with? Who do I love working with? Who do I work with really well? Who am I best at serving? Who gets the most out of working with me? Um, and how can I attract them with my graphics? And so thinking about like, who am I working with? What kind of person are they? And then is there any consistency in the kind of graphics that they like? Like if you're targeting females, maybe they like more feminine kind of colors. They might not. You you will find that out. Um, or if you're targeting like um, more mums, maybe they like more a certain sort of color. Or if you're targeting um, corporate women, they might like more certain sort of color. And so thinking through, are there any generalizations? Because that's what they are. They're just generalizations. There's no hard and fast rule around the kind of things that my target audience might be attracted to. And if you've got no clue, Feel free to ask some of your past clients and customers. Just say, hey, if they're a dream client of yours, what's, what are some of your favorite colors? And then ask a few people that and see if there's any overlap. They keep on saying um, orange, then be like, oh, cool, noted. And just start to find, paint a bit of a picture for yourself around the kind of things that your audience love. That's the first circle. And it's not the only thing to consider because we know that all of, like so many people in your audience are going to like different things. So that's just going to kind of confuse you. But we're just going to park that there. And then we're going to look at the second circle, which is your originality. So your originality is about you. If you are a business that is based on you performing a product or a service or p- performing a service or creating a certain product and you're the main person in your business, even if you've got a team, if you're still the main kind of person, you've got a personal brand to some extent. And it's really important that you are represented in your business because like when someone works with White Deer, they're working with Jackie. And imagine if I had 
like if you, if you haven't met me before, hopefully you can tell that I'm quite like, I talk fast. I'm a bit like interesting. And I like having fun in business and I like being a little bit playful. If you were to come and look at my brand and it was like black and really minimal, it would probably feel a little bit confusing. It doesn't quite line up with my personality and the way that I come across and the way that I do my business. And so instead my brand is bright colors because it's really fun and it kind of represents me in the way that I um, show up in my business. And so how can you represent a little bit of yourself in your business? Not only does it make it make sense for your audience when they come to work with you, it's just like it's all clicking together. But it's also this point of you feel really proud of showing up in your business. If I had a business that didn't feel like me, like that white and gray brand I had at the start, it's just harder to show up as you. You kind of feel like you need to put a bit of a mask around, oh, I've got more of a, more of a minimal brand, so I need to show up more more considered and more professional. And mm-hmm. like, if you've got a minimal brand and you want to show up that way, do that. Um, but it's about kind of working out how you want to show up in your brand and your business and making sure that you do that in a really in a way that helps you to feel proud of that, in a way that makes sense to your audience of, of, of what you're looking like and, and how that looks. Um, yeah, and I think that's really, really helpful just to help you to feel like you're a part of your business. And because, yeah, if it, I've got so many business owners that have so much trouble showing up because they're just like, I don't feel like me in my business. Um, and that's one of the reasons I love to teach business owners how to design because it just means that they really do get to infuse their brand, th- themselves into their brand rather than trying to hand it off to a graphic designer and expecting them to be able to read their personality and, and try to portray that. Whereas you if, you, if you infuse yourself in that process, you really get to do that so well. Um, mm-hmm. And so some ways you can kind of work out what you love if you're unsure is look around your house. Is there any patterns in terms of the kind of styles that you love, in terms of the colors you love? Look in your wardrobe. Can you see any consistencies in the kind of colors that you love to wear? Or look at the book covers that you're really drawn to. Like just try to pay, pay a bit of attention to the things that are repeating in your life. Um, and again, like I love mustard. Mustard is one of my favorite colors to wear. I have mustard beanie, mustard jumper, mustard scarf, mustard pants, mustard boots, mustard hair ties, mustard everything. But you'll see mustard now in my branding because it doesn't line up with the other two circles of my wow model. So don't get like, don't feel like you need to include everything of yourself into your brand, but start to pay attention to some things that you do love. Um, and that can start to kind of peter into your brand and help you make these decisions. Your story about mustard is, is actually what made me realize I needed to change my graphics. <laughs> Because it was almost the same thing. Like, I love yellow. I love yellow things. I love having yellow accents. But I don't think my, my, my customers, my clients don't, aren't, don't feel the same way about yellow. And I was like, man, maybe the yellow needs to go. Maybe, maybe just a little bit here and there. But it's like, maybe, maybe it's not the main color anymore. It's just something, something for personal, Sarah, rather than business, Sarah. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's really interesting. And I actually think this third part of the circle is that this third circle is the most important part and what I think you've gained the most clarity out of for your brand and what I think I've, I've gained the most clarity out for my brand. And this is why circle, because this really pulls everything together. Mm-hmm. And this is asking the question of what do I want people to feel when they work with me? Why am I running my business? Like what's the heart behind things? And so for you, can you share again your words that you kind of said you want people to feel when they work with you? Yeah, like when I was doing this exercise, like the kind of sentence that I I couldn't like put exactly a word to it, but I was like, I want someone to feel like they're sitting in a coffee shop with me because that's how I feel when I want to show up to my coaching. Like I always have a cup of coffee. And it's like, I just want to feel like we're in a cozy little cafe in a corner, just chatting about stuff and really working through whatever it is. And I was like, well, black and yellow does not feel like a coffee shop. No coffee shops are black and yellow. What are coffee shops? Like they're kind of warm. There's lots of woods and that was kind of the inspiration for me to go down the route for my thing. I was like, well, okay, we've got to get some coffees in here. <laughs> yes, I remember that, but I remember just looking up coffee illustrations and trying to work yeah, out how far I would go down the coffee my route. Whole, my whole branding exercise was just like pictures of coffee shops and nothing else. I was like, well, this isn't a business, but we'll figure, we'll figure out where to go from here. 
it got you where you needed to go. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And it's similar for me. Like I wanted people to feel really playful and inspired and motivated and kind of, um, yeah, having fun in their business rather than like, I could have chosen words like calm and grounded and nurtured. And if I wanted those colors, if I wanted that feel for my business, I should not have chosen the colors that I have for my brand of like bright purple and bright pink and bright blue. And so this, this, this why section can, especially when we start thinking about color psychology and you don't need to know color psychology. You can just Google like what kind of colors yeah. represent this. Or like, if you want to feel like really grounded colors, just choose really earthy tones of colors, like an earthy red or an earthy brown or an earthy green. Um, and so like when you ask yourself like this question of like one of the challenges I give to my students is just right, think of five words you want someone to feel when they work with you. And that can really, really start to paint a picture of the colors and the kind of vibe that you want your brand to have. Um, and then it's kind of like when you think about those three circles in one, when you think about right, what I want people to feel, what are things that I love, what, is my, what things are my audience drawn to, then you start to see a bit of overlap. Like for me, that purple was just always there. My, my audience doesn't mind purple. I flip and love purple and purple is kind of, especially if I choose my, my bright, fun version of purple, it feels really, um, really playful and really fun and really trustworthy. And so thinking those things through for your own business and it can be really, really clarifying to, to just know that you've made those decisions based on something rather than like, oh, I love blue today. Let's just choose blue. Um, and that's not a bad thing to do if it's part of, if, but it's really important that though that blue is actually chosen for a reason of actually blue might represent, um, Calm, and that might be what, what my business to represent and trust, and that's really great. And actually, my my audience doesn't mind blue. And now all of a sudden, you're like, actually, blue is a really good decision for me. Um, mm -hmm. and that can really just make you feel a lot more confident about what you're doing, which I think can be really helpful too. Yeah, and and it all leads people towards taking action. And people are inspired to take action for different reasons, but it's always going to be something emotional almost all of the time. But it's not always the same emotion. So some people will buy things because they feel really like like happily uplifted and like, I love this thing. It just makes me feel so happy. I'm going to buy it. Some people buy things because they feel very motivated and driven by it, like personal trainers, right? Like we purchase personal training because we're like, oh, they're going to kick me into shape. I, like, I need this. I'm going to sign up for these sessions. Some people buy things because they're, um, it's not always the best thing, but they are, they're afraid of something. So sometimes like a fearful emotion makes people buy things. And you can use that in a very positive way. Like we're not going to get into this being like a driving people to fear, but like, People are afraid for things and, they're, and then they buy things. So there's like lots of different emotions. So it's not like you need to just pick one emotion to, to, to drive people towards sales. And so it all kind of like pulls in together. Like what are the emotions that you want people to feel? Build the brand around those emotions. And it's all going to connect up to where the people that see your brand are feeling those things that you want them to feel, that they want to feel. And it all connects up very cohesively for them to be inspired to take that next step with you. Whereas before there may have been a mismatch where they want to feel happy and actually your branding is coming across as like a very like um, drill sergeant. It's like, well, there's a mismatch. Like you're, you're being very like energetic and I'm not feeling energetic. So they're not going to make those decisions because they maybe just don't feel like you're the right person for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's that's such a great point. I'm going to yeah. add that to my to my to my repertoire. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. So just to kind of wrap things up, I want to just talk a little bit about your your course, we kind of mentioned it a little bit as we were going through this model as well. And I've been in your course for, gosh, I don't even know, maybe almost six months now. I guess it was the beginning yeah. of the year. Time is flying by. Um, and I love it. It's been like the best experience of my life. So um, just want to chat us through a little bit about what what this course is, what it's for, and who who that person would be if like if someone's listening to this, like, oh, is this for me? Like, chat us through that process. Yeah. So 
as we kind of talk about like design and feeling confident in your design and actually putting good design out into the world can make such a difference to the way your business is perceived, how it grows, how people interact with it, how you feel about it. Um, and so I was like, yeah, design is so important. How can I help people to actually take advantage of this um, without doing it all for them so that they can be empowered to create their own graphics ongoing? Because like you can hire me as a graphic designer and it might cost you like two grand to like, and I'll do all your graphics for you, whatever, good times. But then, then what? Like you, you're going to have to keep on hiring me to make every single social media post, every new freebie, do every little edit to your, to your website. Like it's just really, really ongoing and really expensive and not practical for most business owners, especially mm -hmm. as online business owners. Um, and so I was like, let's, let's teach business owners. And so I created this course where it's totally self-paced so that you can go through it in, you could literally smash it out in a weekend or a week if you did it like really full on, or you can smash it out in six months. It's totally okay. You can dip in and out as you need to. And it kind of steps you through this process of, of firstly thinking about um, design principles and, and making sure that designs are communicating around like, how can I use this concept called hierarchy to capture my audience's attention and take them on a visual journey through my design? How can I take advantage of balance and, and layout and all these different things? And so teaching people actually how to take advantage of design principles so their designs are actually good and communicating and doing all the things that design should do. Otherwise, why are we bothering creating them? And then helping them think through what is actually the right brand for my business? How can I, how can I work out what my audience is going to love? How can I create graphics that are professional? How can I choose the right colors that actually work well together? How can I choose fonts that actually look good together that are, again, communicating the right things, um, sharing the right message, actually give the vibe that I want it to give? And then how can I design my own logo? And so kind of just stepping people through these, these really foundational important parts of design and branding um, through like little videos. Um, and then at the end, there's like a whole module just dedicated to random tutorials. So like, need to create a Facebook cover? Watch this one. Need to create a social media post? Watch this one. Um, need to create an email signature? Watch this one. And so kind of like this whole little suite of um, tutorials there. Um, and then that comes with a Facebook group because I really don't like just leaving people alone. Um, and so in that group, people can ask questions, they can post their design and I'll give them feedback. Um, and every single month, which is actually one happening today, every single month I record, um, I do a live Q&A call in the group. And so people can actually, students can show up to this call, they can bring their designs and I'll live edit it with them. We'll, we'll work on things together for their business. So they're actually not just feeling super alone. Like they've taken all this stuff like, oh, Jackie, I thought about, is this color palette going to work? And then we actually might flesh that out together on the call. And so um, just this idea that combining that this idea of education, but also this idea of support, because it's really lonely doing business. And so I love yep. to just create a little world where people can actually get support, not feel so alone, know that their decisions are the right ones and can actually create something really incredible for their business that they feel proud of and that works to grow their business rather than drags it down. Yeah. And I, I love it. I was just saying to you, it's been one of my favorite things that I've ever invested in because, and and I think that the way that you set it up, because it's the way I set mine up too, it works so well where you've got the training videos that people can take in their own time, do their learning, and then come to a group and say, okay, I'm trying to do this thing, not working, or I'm confused, please help me. And that's that's the yeah. way that I have my program set up too. And it's so helpful because it's more useful in that context because people say, here's something I need to work on. <laughs> Let's work on it. And it's 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 great. And yeah, and also similarly, like the foundations of things, so important because that's, that's pretty much the whole focus of my program is like the bit, like some marketing yeah. foundations, because obviously in your, in your dream business, you're going to outsource things and you're going to be able to hire help and all of these things in the future. But you need to understand those basics so that you can A, communicate it to someone and B, get you to the point where you have the funds to do the outsourcing, which sometimes is not as quick as we, as we wish so we need to understand those those foundations so we can take ourselves to step A, B, and C before we get to go to step D and hire the person or whatever it is as well. So yeah, yeah. high praise. I love that course so much. And it's definitely been a great investment. So if you're wanting to do design, like 
check it out. It's so good. And you've got a free, like a free little um, video series as well. So if people are like not sure, they just want to dip their toe in. You've got somewhere for them to go start as well, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like called the Seriously in Business Challenge. So that because like design helps you feel like seriously in business and look yeah. seriously in business. And so there's like three 20 minute videos that kind of just really give you some some visuals and some some really great cues and steps to take some first steps in this process and start to understand what you need for your business um, and get you through some of the principles that I love to teach as well. So if you're interested to kind of yeah dip your toe in and kind of like, is this where I want to go? And is this really what I need for my business right now? Then have a look at that free challenge and that will kind of help you be like, all right, yeah, I want to, I want to take a, take a dive into this course or um, no, this is enough for now. I don't feel like investing in design yet. Yeah, great. And yeah, we'll have that in the show notes for people to go check out. Highly recommend it. Do it, people. All right. Well, Jackie, this has been so good to have you on. I This has been such a good conversation and a long time coming. I'm glad that we were finally able to sit down and get it organized and have this chat. Where can people go connect with you and find you, follow you for inspiration and education and all the things? Man, I, I was I was like, oh, just go to my Instagram. Then I was like, I've got a few other places. So first yeah. thing, go to my Instagram because I am I, I'm there every single day and I just love showing up and serving and giving Canva tips. And um, you can see my latest offers and catch all the discounts there. But if you're interested in some some kind of help as well, I've also got a podcast called Seriously in Business Podcast, giving through design um, principles and design tips as well. Sarah has been on it um, mm. doing guest expert interviews yeah. as well to help you to grow your business. Plus, I've also just started a YouTube channel, which is going really, really well in terms of the way that it's helping people because it's a much more visual platform. I'm not sure why I started a podcast before I started YouTube because <laughs> <laughs> visuals are so much more my thing. Um, and so there's lots of different tutorials there. If you're yeah. looking for some more help, you can just search my name, Jackie Norton or White Deer, and that should hopefully come up um, at some point. So yeah, check out either of those places if you're like looking to connect a little bit. Yeah, amazing. We'll get all of that link for people. Well, thank you so much. And this has been so good. Thank you so much for having me. All the best with your designing, everyone. Have fun with it and create incredible brands for yourselves. Absolutely. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.